What's up, everybody? We are the Roommates, and this is the Roommates Podcast coming at you now. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a good one, friends. We got a lot in store for today. We have lots to talk about. Lots of Am things. I right, AJ? AJ. Yes, we have three topics. Three four, topics. Four. This is starting off on an awkward foot. Round two. Dude, you don't you don't say yeah. every time, bro. You it, it's only awkward if you make it awkward. I know. Chris, I know. you're the one who makes it awkward when you say, Oh god, this is awkward. Oh god. You can't just say that. I know. Am I right, friends out there listening like like if you say it's awkward mid conversation, it immediately makes everyone aware. Leave a like if it's awkward. Leave a, like, leave a like if it's if if it's really awkward, and then leave a dislike if Chris is being an idiot by saying it's awkward. <laughs> we don't want that. No. Theroommatespodcast.com. Theroommatespodcast.com. All right, first. No, I'm sorry. If you think if you don't leave a dislike, we we love you all. Don't dislike us. But but uh, subscribe if Chris is an idiot. Yeah. Alright, alright. First topic of the night. Job, work, history. Job, work, history. Job, work, history. Break it down a little bit. Alright, so what are jobs you have worked and explain them? Jobs I've worked in the past. Explain them and explain... And what you do now. And what I do now? And what you do now. Cool, In succession. So... Perfect. You're just going to go first. One one job that's unique. Uh, I worked at Enterprise... What? <laughs> I didn't know that. In their accounting department. Oh, okay. <laughs> in bill collections. What did you do? Uh, Collected bills. So, fresh yeah. out of college, uh, they were paying 15 bucks an hour. Oh, dude, that's so money like, right there. Heck yeah. Uh, and it was in a mall, an abandoned mall. Question. Yeah. What do you make now? AJ, I've been to that mall. Uh, I went there to get my food handlers. Like 25 Make twenty five, so you make what eighty nine thousand a year. No, I was like, you make 80. more than you make more than twenty five an hour. Uh, it's like sixty two a year. Is it sixty two a year? Math is way off. You well, make well, you make way more than twenty five an hour. You make at least thirty an hour. Well, the uh, calculation is whatever hourly times two is how much you make in a year. Yeah. If you factor in vacation, and but I'm not hourly. No, so, you're not. You're on salary. Yeah. Oh, okay. But if you were to take your salary and calculate it to hourly based on the amount of hours you worked, yeah, it's way more than twenty five an hour. I think. I don't know. Yeah, it'd probably be like thirty. Makes money. Uh, not an enterprise though. <laughs> uh, enterprise. <laughs> That's what <laughs> Enterprise was so slow. Like I had, I got my friend to work there. He could do all of his work in two and a half hours. And so he sat on his phone looking busy for five and a half hours every day. Dude, that's my life. Every single day. Every single day, that's my life. No lie. I go to work. You get it done in two hours. Wait, wait, wait. wait. We got to hear about your past jobs before you hear about your past No, no, no. no, 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 no. It's, it's a good segue. Oh, okay. Like, okay. Every single day I go into work, right? I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. New day. I might have like one or two service calls. Cause I'm an I'm an IT consultant, so what I do is I go out and I, I just I break fix computers or whatever, and so I'll go out and I do my I do my couple calls. You know, it depends on how sucky they are. Like if if you, it's super busy or whatever, and then the rest of my day is literally spent on my phone. <laughs> I sit on my phone and just surf, surf. I've I've made so many car projects in my head. Like I've built ah, so many cars in my brain. Interesting. That I don't have the money for because I make 
a little bit over minimum wage. But at least you're being like, so, like pro- productive. Not really. I feel like I'm just sitting there <laughs> riding the clock. <laughs> the past jobs, uh, I've worked a little bit everywhere. Used to work at a mechanic shop. Used to work at a shoe store. Used to manage a shoe store. Nice. Which one? Shoe Carnival. Is that in the mall? Nope. Oh, it's in Wasa, and there's one on Seventy First and something. AJ, have you only ever worked in accounting? What did you do like before college or any? Do you ever work or did you just kind of go to school and do your thing? Oh, uh, my dad would flip houses back before people flipped houses. Like now it's on TV. Before it was on TV? Yeah, <laughs> and so like everyone does it and you don't really make as much money. Yeah. But back in the day you could make more. Your dad was like a house flipping hipster. Yeah, yeah. He was first at the party. He did it before it was cool. Yeah, he, uh, he left though once after he saw everyone doing it. He was like, yeah. I'm done. Hmm. Uh, Not cool either. But I'd help fix up houses with him. Nice. Nice. So you did a lot of house remodeling and whatnot. Yeah, fixtures, lawn care, dug a lot of flower beds. Yeah. Uh, that's, the usual. That's fun. Okay. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah, I guess me, I uh, I grew up working for my dad. He owned a, a water filtration company that sold filtered water, but also sold water filters to... Wait, he sold water? Mm-hmm. A water salesman. Sold water. Probably do pretty good in Texas. It's so hot there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it was down in Texas, down in Podunk, Joshua, Texas. Joshua, it, Texas. He sold water. Do you sell water towers? What? What? <laughs> no, no, no. No, my dad had no capability of building a water tower. <laughs> nor selling one. He could filter it, though. Uh... <laughs> I mean, theoretically, perhaps, but he, he, I guess he does, but he does it, like, he sold water, I mean, he's done crazy things, like, he sold water systems for, like, under sink, you know, in houses and stuff like that, Yeah. yeah. but he'd also sell them for, like, in, for, like, wells, for individual wells, oh, like, yeah. for people who lived out in the country, and with that, it was more than just an under the sink filter, like, they would have, you know, water softeners, like, iron filters, and it's UV, well water smells bad. All that stuff, yeah. yeah. And but my dad's systems were were super awesome. They were really quality. They could get rid of all smell and and all minerals. Like, dude, I know someone who needs that. Take it to to like in Fort Worth. bottle water level. Like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Here's something that I this is nothing to do with what we're talking about, but here's something that I love about Texas because you mentioned Joshua, Texas. <coughs> yeah. The, the the names of cities in Texas. Are amazing to me. They first make any names. Sense. Yeah, they're first names. They all have like Tyler, Tyler, Texas, Joshua, Texas. What's another one? Austin. Austin, yeah, Austin, Texas. What's a, there's another one that I, it's well. There's the- also names of Texas cities that are not technically Paris? that are not necessarily first names, but because they're names of Texas cities, people name their kids that, like yeah. Dallas, for Rome. instance. Yeah, like Dallas. People name Rome. their son Dallas just all right. because. Here's a game. Say a city. In Bur- in Texas. Yeah. Burleson. Conroe. Fort Worth. Lubbock. Uh, uh, Houston. <laughs> Alido. San Antonio. <laughs> it's hard. Corona. It's hard if you're not from there. I'm not yeah. from there. Weatherford. Galveston. I mean like the south. Amarillo. Southeast right now. Corpus Christi. Oh. Ooh. Uh... All out. I don't know. What's what's wrong with me? Brownsville. Brownsville is like the southernmost yeah. city in Texas. Yeah. I don't know. It's basically Mexico. 
Lubbock. Lubbock. I already said said Lubbock. El Paso. Dang it, that was the one I was thinking of. All right. There's a lot. There's so many. Paris, Rome. You know what else is funny, Uh, though? Italy. Yeah. Italy, Texas, yeah. Yeah. There's an Italy, Texas. You know what else is funny? Oklahoma city names. Yeah. Because they're all some porter. There's all some sort of... It's like Sequoia, Shaniqua... Tahlequah, Owasso, Ogalog, Greasy. Have you ever been to Greasy, Oklahoma? Sounds fun. It's a horrible place. Don't go there. uh, (laughs) I got stung by a bee in my family area. My family jewels. So you're not going to go back to Greasy because of a bee sting? No, I mean, I'll go back. No, it's where he got stung. I have a bad association with that place. Where'd you get stung? Right in the boys. Right in the nutsack? (laughs) Yes. Well, how did that happen? Okay, that was so, a that was a thirsty bee, man. No, okay. Well, actually, backtracking, there were mud wasps, and I was Ooh, way worse. Way worse. I was setting up a camera system for a rancher out in Greasy, Oklahoma. And I was up and I was cabling this dude's thing. I was on like a, I want to say a ten foot ladder, and this dude had like a wasp nest that was just chilling there, and they were coming in and out. And they were they weren't bugging me. I wasn't bugging them or whatever. And my coworker comes out, and he's got wasp spray. Oh, God. And he, without warning, sprays the hornet's nest right next to me. Oh, or no. Or the wasp nest right next to me. And they're pissed. Is this when you're in the ladder? Yeah, this is, I'm on the ladder. And he just goes, <laughs> hey, cover your eyes. <laughs> right? And I still get stuff in my eyes because I wasn't, like, it was a bad ordeal. And then I got stung more than once. Did you tackle and, the frick out of the guy and punch him in the nose? No, he was way bigger than I was. So what? And I, No. You I should have. You should have. Like, you should have. I got stung in the boys. I told him that. <laughs> you should have <laughs> caught a wasp, held him down, and used it to sting him. Yeah. You know, I. Eye for an eye, kind of crap. Do yeah. you still work with him? Yeah, Rick's a good guy. <laughs> don't mean to name drop. Oh, Rick. Hashtag Rick. Rick did this to you. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody, throw up a like if you hate Rick. <laughs> I like Rick. I like Rick too. Rick's a good dude. I mean, I've never met Rick, so until I meet him and I'm not, and I think otherwise, I hate him because he's the guy that got your balls stung by a wasp. Next question. <laughs> Next question. Where have you lived? Yeah, I mean, I never answered my, my segment. Yeah, he never. He worked did. at the water filter. And... Yeah, but he didn't. What, oh, he, well, he currently. That didn't. was yeah. like my childhood experience. It had nothing to do with what I do. And that, yeah. Anyways, oh, so what do you do be, now? Be surprised. Alex? Thanks, guys. Thanks for throwing me a bone. So. <laughs> You know, you don't need no bones thrown your way. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, I, I grew up selling water to people, you know, like making good money in Texas. But here's what's funny. Here's what's funny. Like, like oil and gas rigs with their work sites, you know, that they'll have like, they'll have like 30 water coolers around the work yeah. site, you know, with the five gallon jugs. So, mm-hmm. so every now and then during the summer when I work for my dad and by the way, guys, just so y'all know, I wasn't getting paid hourly to work for my dad. My dad, as a child, paid me eight dollars a day. <laughs> and then uh, when I became a per teenager, for <laughs> when I became a teenager, he paid me ten dollars a day. Ugh. And then whenever I got to like my junior year of high school, he paid me twenty dollars a day. Twenty dollars a day, I can do. Twenty dollars a day. Yeah. That's not more than I make now, but. It feels like it is. And then he would solicit me to his friends who needed, like, labor work. Like, he had friends who were, like, you know, like, house remodelers or whatever. They'd own their, like, little company, but it was just, like, one dude. And he's, yeah. like, getting old, so he would need help. So my dad would, like, solicit me to them. And they'd pay me, like, five or six an hour. <laughs> so what you're saying is, is 
Your dad made free. you. Your dad made you a, a child slave. I definitely broke child labor laws, for right. sure. Um, but you know, okay. it was good. I, I got a lot. Of, I, I learned a lot of character from it. You know, like yeah. How many kids you know now who like you're like, hey, you want to do this for twenty bucks a day? They'd be like, screw you, bro. I'm gonna go work at Chick Fil A. Yeah. Dude, I remember getting twenty bucks one time. I forgot what I was doing. Oh, I was. No, I don't remember what I was doing. Oh, I pulled weeds for some dude. Yeah, for like sucks. Twenty minutes. And he gave me $20, and I was like... Oh, that's amazing. Never yeah. mind. Wow. But yeah, so I, I did that, and then, and then I went, you know, that's basically what I did for my dad. Did a lot of house, house remodeling. Uh, one summer, I worked for my for my cousin who owned a gutter company, and I helped him install gutters all summer down in Texas. That was hot and terrible. Um, and then uh, went off to college, came back home that first summer, and I worked... Uh, as a as a tree service guy, I was what you call a groundhog. Yep. So uh, I manage manage one of those guys. Yeah. So I was I was what you call a groundhog. There's a three man team. You're the groundhog. Yeah. There's the there's the squirrel. He's or the climber is what we call him. That or the squirrel, and he climbed the trees. You know he'd kind of rope himself to a branch or whatever to not die, and he would uh, have another rope like a second rope that he'd tie to a branch, cut the branch, send it down to me. And then the third guy was the spotter. Uh, and he had to spot the squirrel. So, so I was spotter's like the gig. Like, oh yeah, spotter is the gig, man, but I was the young guy, you know, the new guy. And I was the owner's son, so I was out to prove myself to the crew who probably thought I was spoiled or whatever, you know. So little did they know you were getting paid. They had no idea. I mean, I was getting paid what they were. $8 a day. Right. They had no idea. Right. Growing up. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, uh, I was the one guy that would, you know, limb down all the branches and load them on the trailer yeah. all day long. I loaded entire trees in a day. Okay. But what do you do now? Well, I'm getting there. All right. <laughs> We we each said like one we, other thing that we did, and then we'll we haven't it. gotten to high school. You guys haven't had that many. You guys haven't had that many jobs. Yo, I've had like twenty jobs. I've had like eight jobs. Yeah. Okay. Well, so have I. And that, I'm telling that, them. <laughs> that's a problem with our generation. So we'll then, talk about that in a minute. So then, so then I had, you know, the next summer after the tree service job, I was a trash man, for a summer. <laughs> I, I was like job. so like I went home to work for that first summer for tree service but the second summer I was like I want to stay in Tulsa where my school is live there go to my church do my thing so I was like so I need a job up here and there's a dude at my church who needed workers for a trash truck and he was willing to pay you know untaxed $10 an hour that's good money right there yeah it in is just in case you're wondering it, really, it, it actually is yeah don't name drop like I did yeah <laughs> so right, I ended up taxes. so I ended up working as a trash man out in Coweta for a whole summer on all the gravel roads. It was, not going to lie, it was pretty miserable. But I got third place in the Smash Bros tournament in Coweta. Oh, great That's job. It. That's great it. Job. That's all I'm going to say. That's pretty good. It actually is. Way to go, buddy. <laughs> in Coweta, of all places. Yeah. We got talent out there. Dude, because they don't have anything else to do out there. <laughs> so no. I, uh, yeah, so I worked as a trash man for a summer. And that was cool. I didn't think this was going to be such an elaborate topic. <laughs> uh, Alright, my bros are dissing me for talking about my jobs. They're the ones who wanted me to talk about it. And here we are. Here we are. So now he's a uh, therapist. For so kids now I'm autism. a therapist yeah. for kids with autism. Which is super rad. 
Yeah. It's really what we wanted to hear the, the whole time. Yeah, the thing that got me the job was actually the trash job. Yeah. No, it wasn't at all. <laughs> it wasn't at all. I was yeah. I was trying to make that connection. Wasn't wasn't happening. Wasn't like happening. like whenever I did the interview, you know, she was talking, she was vibing me, she was like, Yeah, this is cool, you know, you seem like a good guy and then when I was like, Yeah, I worked as a trash man, she was like, Oh, you're hired. Really? <laughs> That's how it went, man. No way. No, it's oh. not. That's not how it went. Trashment or in demand? <laughs> that's absolutely not how it went at all. Um, I didn't think in so. fact, she laughed at me when I told her I was a trash man. So, hey, commencing tears now. <laughs> all right, next topic. Uh, where you lived, or to elaborate, um, maybe where is the most unusual place you've lived? Unusual place I lived. Oh, I'm not going first. All right. So just so you guys know out there, we define live as we we define live as anything that you have to unpack. <clears throat> I've lived in a closet twice. <laughs> <laughs> Two came out both times. Two separate closets. <laughs> I got uh, I got your joke, Chris. That no, was good. no comment. Um, <laughs> no comment. The first closet was a. Uh, my brother Nick and his buddy Caleb Barnaby and their friend Jesse had an apartment that was really sketchy and I needed a place to live. And that sketchy apartment had a really big closet and I kind of made myself at home there. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. You know what else is kind of funny? I burrowed. Two things. Two things I have to elaborate about that. One, we have a really cool Harry Potter closet here at our house. Two. Yes. I didn't realize how many people your brother knew. Nick? Nick knows so many people. Because I'll be scrolling through Instagram and I'll be like, oh, this is a cool person. And I'll look on it and like our mutual friend will be Nick Bogdanov. <laughs> Every time. Without fail. Or like someone will someone will follow me. Like for example, that that girl that hit on me at work today. Not, not name dropping, but Nick knew her. I was like, how? He would. Well, she went to ORU. And she's tall. So. Well, no, but like... That that's what I'm just saying, just in general. Like, Nick knows so many people. Anyways, sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. But I just had a library. Oh yeah, Nick knows people. Uh, Nick does know people. He's been around, been around the block. And I lived in my uh, coworker's closet. <laughs> it was uh, I, I was there for three three nights. Every single night, I'd wake up like running out of oxygen. It was so small, and really? I got out of there like. As Pretty fast quick. as possible. That's, a, that's an airtight sealer right there, buddy. Yeah, it was like, it was not good. You didn't crack the door open? No, I woke up exhausted. You wouldn't crack the door? <laughs> I mean, I had a fan going and it still didn't. Was it was it facing inward or outward? It's like the fan was just blowing carbon dioxide. In. No, it was out maybe. Yeah, you gotta be. It's gotta be out. <clears throat> you gotta get that stuff out of there. Wait, do we oh, produce carbon like monoxide yeah, or carbon right. dioxide? Monoxide. You shouldn't blow it in, but you should blow it out. Yeah. I yeah. Didn't. So yeah, yeah, it was just. Well, I couldn't think because I had no oxygen to my brain. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alex. Yeah. Most most crazy place you live. Crazy place. Most crazy place I've lived. Yeah. Why? Uh, young blood for sure. Young blood. No, nah, it wasn't that crazy. It was just a bunch of idiots who punched ceiling ceiling tiles because they thought it was funny. But uh, <laughs> it, it was. It, it was pretty funny, and I may or may not have been the primary source Dude, of the ceiling so tiles. Many tiles i destroyed so many ceiling tiles i also okay. threw a ping pong table off a balcony time out elaborate what young bloods was because i don't know 
Okay, so I went to Oral Roberts University. Where the Oral Roberts University. The Oral Roberts University. And, the. And we Oral do not have fraternities or sororities there because that's for sinners. So <laughs> instead, so instead we had florists with floor names, and we the had, floor. Yeah. And there's a particular floor called Youngblood that when I went to ORU, um, it was not only one of the oldest and longest lasting uh, floors as far as like the name staying and the culture staying. But forty years, forty-one years. Well, yeah, I was class of I was the class of forty-three, forty-three years of, yeah, of young blood my year. So wow, um, but uh, but yeah, so it lasted pretty long. Um, but young blood was also interesting in that it tried to be as close to fraternity as humanly possible. So they they kind of had it, they kind of had it so that even though like you could join any floor at any time, they they kind of were able to manipulate the system so that. You had to be invited to join the floor, so they would invite the cool bros that they liked, you know, and like that me kind of thing. and Alex. Was there hazing? Yes. A- absolutely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, what kind of hazing? One hundred percent. Well, I mean, technically, we're not supposed to talk about it. <laughs> okay, but well then we won't talk uh, about it. Bl- we could talk about it. Can we? It's this band. That's true. The floor is dead. Young blood is dead. Young so. blood is dead. He wow. blindfold the freshmen, and then he'd like take them on activities and activities, activities like like driving them around in a car with the heat all the way up. Listen to screamo. Listening to heavy metal and things like that, which to most college freshmen at a Christian university is frightening. I was terrified. Yeah, AJ <laughs> was scared. AJ was scared, and then they'd yes. take them to this field where they'd remain blindfold, and they'd be. Guided around in a straight line, holding onto each other while blindfolded, and they'd be forced to like wire. they'd be forced to like crawl under a, a fence that wasn't really there. It was just jingling keys right above their backs. And, <laughs> yeah, that's so messed up. And they'd have to crawl through mud and stickers and all this crap in a field. And you had so many stickers. I was so like, many, bro. Get shoes on. And I was like, covered in stickers. You're like, nah, I'm fine, bro. Yeah, I was covered in stickers, and I was first. I don't remember why, but I was in socks. Why was I in? So- <laughs> Why was I in socks? I looked at your feet. You had a hundred stickers. <laughs> so I yeah, I didn't really have shoes on. I just had. So I'm walking around in this field blindfolded with all my bros, and I've got socks on, and I've got several hundred <laughs> stickers on my feet, and I'm just trudging it like a champ. Like my feet are bleeding and everything, and I'm just going, man. But anyway, so so after that, they take us for a while. They split us off, and they have us like stand in this random spots in the field, and they have us lay down, face down in the dirt. Sounds familiar. And then they give us this, like, this, like, Christian talk, like, where they try to talk to us about, like, about honor or, like, brotherhood or something. You know what happened? You know what happened? We were all there, and while everyone was blindfolded, the people who weren't were like, John, John Iyer, say something. (laughs) And John was like, all right, guys, uh honor. (laughs) So So they start giving this speech. About like honor or about like just something that's that feels godly, even though they've just got done hazing us for an hour. And then and then uh and then they say, So we want you guys to have this quiet time to really think about what we just said. And then they give us twenty minutes to think about it. And and essentially at that point, while we're laying there blindfolded, facing the the dirt, thinking about it, they all leave and they drive away and they go to a nearby Brahms and have some food. And we're all laying there in that field, and it's essentially like whoever figures out that they've left first, you know, like... No, no, no. What we, happened? We at? told Tommy, hey, we're going to drive to this Brahms over here. 
get them to take off their blindfolds in five minutes and then come and walk to us. But you guys said, no, I don't believe you, Tommy. <laughs> Tommy oh, that is what happened. Yeah. I forgot about I forgot about So, yeah, they chose Tommy. Why the did they leader. choose Tommy? Because no one would believe him. And <laughs> <laughs> we thought that Tommy would, like, it would make a good impact and could be a leader on the floor. It, oh, you thought you thought start. that maybe it'd be a good start for Tommy yeah. to turn things around. Didn't happen. No, no, no. But. Yeah, so Tommy stands up. He's like, hey, he's like, hey, guys, they all left. We got to go walk to the Brahms. We're like, Tommy, shut up, bro. <laughs> we're like, we're like, we still got fifteen minutes, man. No. <laughs> and the cops got called. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that. No, that was the next year. Oh, and that was well, the no, next year. Then I ended up walking down. And having to talk to the cops and say, or I didn't do it, someone else did it, but I, I drove them. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, it's, we're just, we're, we go to ORU, and they, they thought it was so funny. <laughs> Buddy, that's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, it was it was a weird night. But that was just one of uh, five nights. One of five nights. The other nights we'll tell you later. Yeah. Keep, keep listening. It's for another time. It's for what another podcast. So yeah, that was a crazy place to live. I think the craziest place I've lived <laughs> is probably... Uh, uh, either China or Burma. Yeah. One of the two. That'd be pretty crazy. You know, just a big culture shock living in a hotel. I mean, China was super nice, like, because we had this really dope hotel we lived in. Yeah. Burma was a little different. Like, our bathroom had a weird hole in the ceiling, and there was, like, water dripping at all times from the ceiling. And I think it was from the AC unit, but I'm not sure. Doesn't we matter. had air conditioning. That was nice. But the thing about Burma was it was super cheap. Like, I think for, I think it was, like, Three or four bucks a night per person. It's not bad. Yeah, like three or four dollars a night per person. It's really not bad. And uh, to feed an entire team of 12 people. That's less than what I pay here. (laughs) Yeah. To feed an entire team of 12 people, we we would typically spend about 20, 25 bucks. It's not bad. And they'd all get, we'd all get full meals. Mm -hmm. It was usually like vegetable noodles with chicken is typically what we ate. Sometimes we'd switch it up and get some rice with chicken. You know, the Dude, rice and chicken is is the wave. In, in case you were, in case you were wondering, rice and chicken is the way. Yeah. So, those were those were crazy places. Crazy, crazy place I've probably ever lived. Has got to be Fort Jackson, South Carolina, because I was a basic training there. Yeah, I oh, know yeah. for anybody that's military listening, you relax in Jackson, but whatever. It's all the same. Relax in Jackson, dude. Yeah, but you know, there's always there. You know, there's Fort Lost in the Woods and Fort Sill. I forgot what we always called Fort Sill, but Fort Jackson, dude, it was crazy. Also had a little bit of hazing, but in a completely different way. It was called a shark attack. It was amazing. Shark attack. Shark attack. Shark attack. So you when you get so I'm gonna, I'm gonna paint a paint a very small picture. Paint a picture. So when you go, so after you enlist, you do all that jazz, and you're going to basic training. You go. For me, because I'm I'm in the reserve, so I went, and I was what they called like home station or whatever, and so I left from the airport rather than leaving from Meps, and so I went from an airport straight into I forget what that place is called in the airport, but it's just it was just some drill sergeant and he was there in his dress blues, but he was the gnarliest looking dude that I think I've ever seen in my entire life, just like scars on his face, like missing an eye, like <laughs> like dude, this dude looks gnarly in. He, like, didn't say anything, which terrified me more than anything. Hmm. 
Because he would just stand around and like, I wish that we had a camera here. I would stand up and walk, but he would walk out with his chest and he would just like, his whole body would move and then he'd like turn with his head first and just keep walking and he would pace. <laughs> like a shark. Dude, like a shark. And he'd look, he'd look at you and you, you just like, like feel immediately like, like you did something wrong. Anyways. And so you go there and then you get shipped to, so I, we, I flew from Tulsa to somewhere to South Carolina, and then when I got there, I got on a bus, and then got to what they call a reception battalion. A reception was probably the worst week of my life. Not the worst, at, well, yeah, the the most strenuous week of my life. The first three days, didn't sleep. Oh, jeez. Actually, it was like the first three days, and 99% of the, the fourth day, didn't sleep at all. Like, if you look at my cat card picture, I look like a dead pinhead. Like, I was done. Um, the whole time, like, it's like your very first, like, culture shock. So, like, the very first thing you do when you get off the bus is you do push-ups. Like, that's it. They're like, hey, you, you, you took too long to get off the bus. Do push-ups. So, you're doing push-ups. And immediately, you're regretting every decision that you made up until this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then after reception, so reception's like your first, like, little bit of little bit of kick in the butt like they don't even take your phone in reception you're just scared to use it because you feel like someone something's gonna happen but reception's where you get like all your junk that you need and you stand up for way too many hours and you learn a bunch of things that you only use one other time in your entire army career um and then you get to your basic training baton which is where the shark attack happens <laughs> so you're back on a bus and they're like put your faces down in your in your bags so you know, you have your face in your bag, and you're you're full uniform for the first time, and it's like super hot because no one ever wears long sleeves and pants and boots and a hat in the middle of summer in South Carolina. In the middle of summer anywhere, so you're like sweating already, and then you get off the bus, and immediately like everyone's yelling at you, and you're like tripping and falling, and you're doing push-ups, and you're holding your bag above your head, doing like high knees, and then you drop your bag, and you do more push-ups, and then uh, you get like, pretty much you get like, like led into this room, not necessarily led, but just like, well, I guess kind of. There's this really cool like ceremony that happens when you get there, which is kind of cool, but I was scared for my life at the time, so I didn't really pay attention. And then you go into this room, and you call your family, and then you don't talk to them again for two months. It's a great time. <laughs> 10 out of 10 would recommend. Well, yes. You don't talk to them for two months? Dude, okay, so if... I Well, okay, so I was in a weird spot, because there was a bunch of hurricanes and stuff that happened while I was in basic, and so they're like, hey, did, did your family in Texas? And I was like, yeah, I have an uncle in Texas. And they're like, like, southern Texas? And I was like, I don't know, found out Conroe, Texas isn't that, that southern, but whatever. And so I was like, yeah, I do. And then, so they let me call my family. And I snuck in a call. I was supposed to only be on the phone for like a minute. Yeah. And my drill sergeant just like kind of turned her back and just like walked out of the room. And so I called all of my family and talked to them all for like a little bit. And apparently I sounded like crap. Like I sounded like defeated during that time. <laughs> it was pretty rough here. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time too, I was like, I wrote a letter to my uncle. And I was like, dude, I want to quit. Much my uncle, he's also in the military. And, like, he never wrote me back, which I thought was the best thing ever. I think it's the best thing ever now. I had, like, a little bit of animosity towards him for it for, like, a little bit. But I think it's awesome now that he didn't do it. Because I realized now that I was, like, I was just being, like, a dweeb. Like, hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you were. <laughs> I really was, dude. 
Basic <laughs> training, playing. basic training sucks and it's hard, but like every anybody can get through it. Anybody can get through it. Yep. So. All right. Next topic. Next topic. Life goals. Life goals. Life gains. Gains. Life, life gains. So does this include like five year plan? Because I feel like you have a five year plan. I absolutely have a five year plan. I don't. <clears throat> I I keep trying to make one, but I have a problem with commitment. Not necessarily. But you're pretty good at commitment. I try. You you're young too. Yeah. I forget that I'm twenty sometimes. I feel like I'm forty. <clears throat> uh my life goals. It is living my life goals at the moment, by the way, just in case you're wondering. The uh, a really, really, really good accountant. That's <laughs> such an that's such an adult life goal, dude. Like I I would be such a good accountant that there's some people at my job as scenarios lied before them and they say, Yeah, do this thing and then no one disagrees with them and if anyone asks, they're like, Well John said do that and they're like, Okay, well if John said that <laughs> you know it's right. AJ <laughs> wants to be that dude. No I don't blame I, you. Maybe that's for work. Uh getting a house was a big goal of mine and so yeah. I got it now with roommates. Um, and that's what I mean by you're living out my life goals because that was like my ultimate plan was when I got out of yeah. AT. Yeah. Because I had a dumb amount of money. I had like, like twelve, thirteen thousand dollars when I got back. Dang. Cash. Just like, sitting around. Just sitting around, and I blew it on dumb stuff, and I I should have I should have put it towards a house, because I wanted to do what you're doing right now. You could too, because you got friends and. Yeah. Anyways, that's beside the point. We're talking about AJ's AJ's goals. Uh, so it'd be cool too. I've been liking Puerto Rico lately. Ooh, Puerto Rico. I know oh, a yeah. lot of people from Puerto Rico. Oh, really? Tons. I know like seven people from Puerto Rico. How, how, what are they like? Dude, they're, I, okay, I'm going to go on, I'm going to go on a mini tangent about Puerto Ricans. I right. love Puerto Ricans. All right. They, for one reason, I have a, I have a really high respect for people who love and cherish their wives. I don't know why. Uh-huh. But I've never once met a Puerto Rican who like hasn't been with the same woman since like high school, and they absolutely love them. I love that about them. Two, they're some of the most hardworking people that I know. I've never once met a Puerto Rican that was lazy ever. Ever. What am I? How many Puerto Ricans have you met? I've met a lot. Eight. How have you met so many Puerto Ricans specifically? Military. Military. Yeah. What do you mean? So many Puerto Ricans in the army. Yeah. Enlisted, right? Yeah, because they're technically a part of the United Territory. States. Yep. Oh, so that's a solid career for Puerto Rican. Dude, it's it it really is. It is. Like you it's would not be not bad. Yeah. Yeah, they teach you English. You get a citizenship. <laughs> like, you get to do whatever you you want to do. Like, and you get money and compensation for being in the military. Exactly. So just imagine. So my instructor, my CCNA instructor, his last name is Rivera, which is like ninety percent of Puerto Ricans that I know. So that's not necessarily name dropping. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he uh, he was talking about how he, when he was in Puerto Rico, he was working on a cocoa farm, or a coffee bean farm, excuse me, and all he would do all day is pick coffee beans, and make like two cents or whatever a day, and he was just like, he went from that to being artillery in the army, and like getting all this valor and stuff, and, and it was just so cool, and that was when I was like, oh dude, Puerto Ricans are dope, and I went to basic training with a Puerto Rican, also last name Rivera, <laughs> who barely spoke English at the beginning of basic training. Which was yeah. the best thing ever for him. Because drill sergeants would yell at him and he'd go, Que? 
<laughs> I don't understand. And then they would continue to yell at him, and he'd just be like, I don't understand. Like, <laughs> so they couldn't, he was untouchable because they he didn't know. And his translator was lame. His translator didn't know Spanish at all. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, Puerto Ricans are amazing. Anyway, sorry, you like Puerto Rico. <laughs> well, I'm, I might visit this winter. So. That'd be sweet. We'll see. I'm going to Colorado in like two weeks. Three weeks. Nice. Again. If you do, AJ, go to Puerto Rico. Yeah. Let me know. I'm, I might be done to join on that train. All right. Yo. Uh, my uh, my parents might be going too. Yeah, any of you guys out there who want to join us on our trip to Puerto Rico, just uh, you hit the subscribe button and uh, send us a send us an email. Stalk stalk me on Instagram. <laughs> nah, don't insert insert Instagram plug here. Yeah, uh, bog dog. Is that what it is? A bog dog? I don't know. You're, it's like I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I know what your cash actually. Is. If you do, then yeah, what's my, hit me up on my cash tag. <laughs> Send me a dollar and I'll send you and I'll send you to Puerto Rico. Yeah, just just cash tag us. Yeah. That's all we need. <laughs> no. Life goals. Life uh, goals. For me? Yeah. Time out. Who's cheese are those your cheese sticks in there? Yeah, bro. You want a cheese stick? Yeah, can I have a cheese stick? Yeah, you can. Tell, have a cheese tell stick. the people about your life goals while I grab a cheese stick. So apparently for those of you listening out there, I'm so long winded that these guys feel like they can have a cheese stick break while I'm talking. <laughs> and still get the gist of what I'm saying which is a rude awakening for me I think so I'm going to try to keep this short and sweet but uh, my life goals have a lot to do with uh, international uh, affairs I think I really love the idea of missions as you may have heard earlier I've lived in China and Burma I've also lived in South America I really love the idea of just building connections with with uh, Christian missionaries and ministries across, uh, you know, South America, Asia, just different places in the world, anywhere really, um, and kind of uh, maybe planning churches or planning ministries and starting like anti-sex trafficking efforts and things like that in different countries to really just spread Jesus and spread life. So that's kind of my goal. I want to be able to to be as far-reaching as possible and create and develop sustaining ministries and and uh, sustaining efforts to kind of bring uh, social justice to areas without it. So, that's, a, that's a good goal. That's what I desire most. <clears throat> yee yee. Yeet. <laughs> yeet yeet. I don't really know how that's going to happen. I do have some, some connections, you know, like through my church. Like I've got connections. Uh, I mean, they're kind of like third-party connections at this point, but Peru and uh, Uganda and China and Burma and uh, Paraguay and Uruguay. Paraguay. Yeah. Uruguay. <laughs> Uruguay. Uruguay. No, Uruguay. Guatemala. Guatemala. Yeah, Guatemala too. Did I say Guatemala? No. Guatemala no. too. If you want to fund Alex's trip... Email him. Hook me up, guys. I'm actually planning a trip to the Philippines soon, and I need hey, some funds. So. So do I. Oh yeah, Chris <laughs> is Chris is going with me. We're both going to the Philippines. Boom! That was a high five for those of you who are listening. Yep. Uh, All AJ, five of you. AJ just high fived himself. I Three clapped. of them are me. Um. So yeah. Um. Good talk, fellas. Good talk. <laughs> Didn't even. Didn't 
Stephen Dumont. Bedtime. Uh, good talk, Chris. Uh, we're gonna do your dreams and aspirations. He'll close I'll, us out. And then, I'll close us out. And then you'll and then you can close us out, my dude. Dreams and aspirations. <clears throat> I want to be a race car driver. Sick, dude. <laughs> this is my ultimate goal. I want to be Ricky Bobby number two. Yes. But seriously though. Ricky. That that'd be such a that'd be such a a crazy a crazy thing for me. I would love to. I would love. To be a race car driver. Or even be on a race car team. If you own a race car team and you need a mechanic, let me know. Or if you need a driver, let me know. I'm down for drifting. I'm down for road coursing, drag racing. I can do it all. Rallycross, really want to do that. Would you be a guy that drives up a, mount, up a mountain as fast as possible? Dude, Pikes Peak is my goal. I want to race Pikes Peak at least one time in my life. Dang. But I could never do that. With a car that I built. But, you should have that. A competition. Who can build a car the fastest and get it up Pikes Peak? Dude. Go. <laughs> dude. You're in okay. the woods. You're in the woods. You, you have to build out of wood. Go. That would be so scary. But yeah, guys. So this concludes episode number two of Quiet Time with the Boys. All right. Love the Roommates podcast. This, uh. Sign off. As you can tell, this episode is a little more structured, so if you like the new format, let us know. Let us know. I don't know how you're going to let us know, because this app doesn't have comments. But... Yeah, send Chris a text. Um, <laughs> Follow me on Instagram at TheChrisStory, and just let me know. Yeah. Uh, it's not private, so... Chris's you know. number is... You'll know it's his, because he has lots of random pictures of vehicles. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's true. I noticed the only one that says the Chris Story. so... There's more than one? No, that's it. That's oh. the only one. I'm it. It's me. Yeah. Alex, any plugs before we go? Um, I love you all. And I'm proud of you. Proud of you too. For being human. Yeah, you're doing good. If you haven't killed anybody left yet in your life, and you just encourage at least one person per week, you're doing great. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to give a plug to the future. Because I see this podcast really taking off, you know? I hope it does. So for our millions of fans out there who will in the future be listening. Here's here's to the OGs. Here's for the boys right hey, here. No, 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 no. You know what, guys? If you've made it... If you made it... 42 made it and a half minutes. <laughs> minutes of this podcast. <laughs> Yo. You're the real MVP. You're the realest, dude. There's so much I could say about that, but you're the best. Yeah, yeah. The OGs that are to come. Because I see it, I see it blowing, blowing up. Now we appreciate you guys, and <laughs> I just feel like you're gonna find a little bit of treasure if, like, one day you're sifting through all of our incredible podcasts and videos, and you happen to come upon the first two, <laughs> the first two of these videos. I'm never deleting them ever. And if, if if you do, I mean, I'm serious. If you make it this far and you don't know us, you're doing something right. You're doing something right. <laughs> Great job. Keep it up. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> Really proud of you guys. We love you all. We're signing off. We're getting out of here. I'm all going right. to bed. I'm tired. I'm signing off. I'm going right. to go drive a race car. I wish. <laughs>